You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Three, two, one... But I've worked it out. I love to listen to your podcast. Whenever you say something, other people react to it. Taking my breath away, Aaron. Fern Lundquist. Welcome in to episode 579 of the podcast. It's Super America, the Intertour Sports Podcast. It is Friday, September 2nd, 2022. And we got ourselves a bonus episode of the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast. So here is the deal for this episode right now. Uh, if you listen to the episode Friday morning, great episode. We talked about a lot of different things. First of all, some really big announcements for me and this show. Make sure to go back and listen. We previewed week one. We talked the latest Urban Meyer rumors, but we also talked about the possibility that we could get news on Friday that the college football playoff would expand to 12 teams. And on Friday, at I don't know, probably about uh, what, 3.30 Eastern time, That news became official. We are going to 12 teams in the college football playoff. And so this felt like if there was ever a time to drop a bonus episode, it was today. I know it's the Friday of a holiday weekend, but we are, in fact, heading into a holiday weekend. Uh, By the time Tuesday hits, when we come back for the next episode of the Aaron Torres Sports Podcast, we will have games to react to. This will be old news. And so what I want to do now is... I did this really after USC and UCLA went to the Pac-12, spent 15, 20 minutes just sharing all sorts of thoughts on everything to do with college football playoff expansion, what happened Friday, what I like, what I don't, all that good stuff. So we are going to have full reaction, quick episode, get in, get out. That is what we are going to do today. Really quickly, before we get to the college football playoff news, if you have not listened to the the episode from earlier today on Friday, yes, this is the second Friday episode, there was some big news, and I got to reiterate it here. Aaron Torres Media and the Aaron Torres Podcast has a new presenting sponsor, Betfred Sportsbook, has come on as the official presenting sponsor of the Aaron Torres Podcast and all things Aaron Torres Media. Betfred is one of Europe's biggest sports books started in 1967 by Fred Doan. They are now in the U.S. and have hit the market in a big way as the official betting partner of the Denver Broncos, Colorado Rockies, and now the Cincinnati Bengals. They are also currently licensed in Arizona, Colorado, Iowa, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Maryland, Louisiana, Washington, and soon Ohio. More importantly, and I, and I said this on the earlier episode Friday, I truly mean it, They're the perfect partner for Aaron Torres Media. They're a book that does more for its betters than anywhere else from in-person events with betting competitions, weekly promotional offers that fit your betting size and patterns, and the personal touch you won't get anywhere else. 
as I told you last episode, Betfred betters have thrown out the first pitch at Rockies games. They have tailgated together before Denver Broncos games. On Thursday night at Arizona State's home game at Sun Devil Stadium, Betfred had a box that they brought a lot of their high rollers and their VIP members to. Betfred does more for you than any sports book. And when you play with Betfred Sportsbook, no one gives out more free bonuses than Betfred. The more you bet, the bigger the bonus. Again, Betfred is the perfect book for us at Aaron Torres and Aaron Torres Podcast. We could not be more excited about joining them and we could not be more excited about having them as our presenting sponsor. And as a quick thank you, as I told you on the earlier episode Friday, Bet $50 on any college football game this weekend. You get $250 for new signups in Colorado, Arizona, and Iowa. To learn more, visit BetFredSports.com. Cannot thank Betfred enough. Cannot tell you how excited I am to be working with them. All right, so let's get right into this. And again, I just want to spend the next, I don't know, 15, 20 minutes. This will be a shorter episode, just full reaction to the college football playoff expansion. First of all, a little bit of a backstory. If you did not listen to the earlier episode on Friday, what you need to know, it's all pretty straightforward, right? So for years, the conference ADs couldn't quite figure out, can we get an expanded playoff? Can we not get an expanded playoff? Obviously, we were probably in the red zone on it, and then the SEC took Texas and Oklahoma. All of a sudden, everybody is a little bit more hesitant to work with the SEC. We briefly have the Alliance, then USC and UCLA leave the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. The Alliance blows up, and we are nowhere closer to having 12 or any expanded college football playoff than we've ever had before. And so earlier this week, and I talked about this on, on Friday's show, a report comes out, and this is kind of crazy. The presidents, the school presidents, yeah, those nerds in tweed jackets, those presidents that oversee the conference commissioners, they basically said, look, if you guys and girls cannot figure this out, then guess what? We're going to do it ourselves. We're going to have a vote on it on Friday. And if we get a unanimous vote, we are going to expand the college football playoff and put you guys and girls, conference commissioners, in charge of figuring it out. The reason why, very simply, like every decision that gets made in college sports, it's all about the Benjamins, it's all about the money, as Randy Moss once said, straight cash, homie, as if the Big Ten and the SEC does not have enough, but as I told you on Friday's show, hundreds of millions of dollars at stake if they do not expand. So Friday we get the vote, about 3.30 Eastern time, Pete Thamel, ESPN, was the first one that I saw, broke the news, we have officially expanded the college football playoff. First of all, two things that we know, two very interesting things. One, at least as I'm recording right now, and that's always subject to change, I don't think we officially know when the 12-team playoff will start. We know that the current TV contract will end in 2026, so my understanding is that the college football playoff will expand no later than the 2026 season, and I do think there is the possibility that it will expand before as early as 2024. The problem is, logistically, it's figuring everything out, right? We have bowl games in place, we have dates, we have stadiums reserved that are normally reserved for NFL or whatever. We have TV contracts that would need to be blown up. And so I think it's still kind of, are we going to get there in 2026? Are we going to get there in 2024? As I record here, we do not know. My guess would be that it will be closer to 2026 um, the reason being, as of right now, ESPN has exclusivity to the college football playoff. 
I don't know that they want to spend tens of, you know, hundreds of millions of more to get more games, especially when the format's kind of in question. They certainly don't want to outsource that to other networks that can then take their games. My guess would be it gets closer to 2026, but we will find out. The one thing I will say, though, that was genuinely shocking, and this stunned me when I saw it, it was that the we now know the structure of the playoff, and this actually was very surprising to me. We found out that the top six conferences, the winner of that conference has automatic bids to the college football playoff. So think of it like the NCAA tournament. We have X number of conferences. Uh, If you win the championship, you automatically get in. Then we have X number of automatic bids or or, or at-large bids. Well, in college football, we will have the top six conferences get an automatic bid to this college football playoff. And then from there, we will have six at-large bids. And so let's get into some of my reaction And because I'm a glasses half full guy, because it's a Friday before the holiday, because we're all excited to watch college football, let me go ahead and give you the positive, the glasses half full of what I do like about this, although there is quite a bit that I don't like, and we'll discuss that. But in terms of a positive, what I will say is, with this college football playoff, is I am genuinely surprised that we agreed to a format that allows the top six conferences to get automatic bids. The number one reason I was dreading expansion, especially recently, was after the SEC went to 16 with Texas and Oklahoma, after the Big Ten went to 16 with UCLA and USC, we all know that most of the best programs in college football are kind of structured in one of those two conferences. You have a select few outside of those conferences, Notre Dame, Clemson, uh, Washington, Oregon, whatever, Utah this year. But for the most part, most of the best teams in college football will be in one of those two conferences no later than 2025. And so my assumption was those conferences have all the money, they have all the power, they have the relationships with the TV networks who want to broadcast the best teams and the best games. And so my natural assumption was that it was going to be a college football playoff that featured, if it's a 12-team playoff, five SEC teams and four Big Ten teams or four Big Ten teams and four SEC teams or five and four one way, and everybody else in college football was going to get the little scraps, maybe one to two bids. And so the fact that six conferences get automatic bids, it's a great sign because one, it makes it the national event that we want, and two, I don't want to say it's going to slow down conference realignment, but what I and when I say it's not going to slow down, it's because the Big Ten and the SEC are making so much more money than everybody else that if you get the chance to get into one of those conferences, you are going to do it all day, every day, every single time. So I don't know that it's going to quote unquote slow down, slow down realignment. But what I do think it does is it isn't this constant pressure that if you're not in the SEC, that if you're not in the Big Ten, that you are going to get squeezed out of the postseason. I really do think that when I look at this, the biggest winners on Friday of this 12-team playoff are schools like Oklahoma State, schools like Oregon, schools like Utah, like Washington, certainly like Clemson, that are, you know, Clemson, I think, of in a different class, and I think that Clemson is the kind of school that would get an invite if the SEC ever expanded. But if you're Washington, if you're Utah, if you're Oklahoma State worried about where you are in the current structure of the college football playoff and the college football in general, well, you just got to go out and win your conference and you're going to be in pretty good shape. Now, again, 
If any of those schools get invited to the SEC or the Big 12, they take advantage. It's so much more TV money, you can't turn it down. But now, in a lot of ways, a school like Oklahoma State or whoever might actually have an advantage by not being in the SEC. Oklahoma could be the fifth best team in the SEC, not make this playoff. Oklahoma might, Oklahoma State might be worse than them, but guess what? Oklahoma State's going to get into this playoff as an automatic qualifier. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So that's glasses half full. Um, I do think, you know, to some degree, I do think it's going to create interest in the first few years. But what I would also say is, as we go to, I don't think the negative, but I do think the reality. What I have said, what I have believed forever, and you guys and girls know me, I'm the type of person, I don't like something, but once it happens, I know that complaining does nothing. At one point, I didn't like the one-time transfer. At one point, I didn't like NIL. I got over it. So I want to share what I truly believe this means for the regular season and the postseason, but I also want you to understand, this is just my opinion, instant reaction, and we're going to get to 12, and I'm going to deal with it like everybody else. But I've never been in favor of college football playoff expansion because I don't think it's going to do the things for college football that people think, and I think it's going to hurt a lot of the fabric of college football that we have right now. So first of all, let's get into some of the things that are going to be negative. One, I I might be the only one. I might be the only one. I don't really buy that it is going to make the regular season all that much better because I don't buy that after a year or two... I don't think just making the playoff is going to be good enough, okay? So just think about it like this. College football, this is what I don't think the people that are making these decisions understand. College football is a zero-sum sport, okay? You're either good enough to win it or you're not. And so this idea that, oh, all of a sudden if Ohio State has a down year and they're 9-3 and and they're not the best team in the Big Ten, well, guess what? Their fans are still going to be pissed off. Same with LSU, same with Alabama, same with Texas, same with Oklahoma, same with USC, same with Notre Dame. This idea that we're going to have all these teams involved and everybody's going to be happy just to be in the field. I do think the group of five teams, the AAC, Coastal Carolina, whoever, yeah, they're going to be excited to be there. And yes, I do think that the random SEC team 
getting in for the first time, the random Big Ten team getting in for the first time, I do think there is going to be excitement. If Purdue gets hot one year, if Kentucky gets hot one year, if whoever, Ole Miss gets hot like they did last year and they get in, yes, I think there's going to be excitement. But I also know college football, and what I know is I do believe that that after a year or two, it's just going to be frustration of why aren't we winning? Remember, Lincoln Riley. It was really cool when Oklahoma made the playoff the first time or two. Then he didn't win. Then he wasn't good enough. Then he felt heat. And I don't want to say he left for USC because of it, but he's like, dude, if I'm going to stay in college football, why don't I put myself in the place with the best chance to win? Because I don't believe that Oklahoma, I can compete at quite the highest level. And I think we're going to see a lot of that in college football. Yeah, Florida stinks now. And I think that first time they get in, there's going to be excitement. But the second time, the next year, it's going to be like, okay, we got in. Now we got to win. So this idea that's going to create all this excitement and harmony and everybody's going to just be happy to be there. This isn't a participation trophy sport. Ask an LSU fan if they're 9-3 and three on the cusp, if they're excited, if it makes it more exciting. Ask a Florida fan. Ask a Georgia fan. Ask a Notre Dame fan. It's not. So let's stop saying that. Two, this idea that we're going to watch all these more games. No, we're not. You know why? Because nobody cares. Nobody's going to. You're not going to tune off an Alabama LSU game and instead tune in to an Iowa-Wisconsin game because Iowa and Wisconsin are sort of kind of playing, and if they win, you know, if Iowa wins, they'll get the 11 seed. That's not going to happen. Stop it. Just stop. We're not gonna, you're not going to tune off Alabama LSU. You're going to focus on the best teams. You're going to watch the best teams. More games will matter. I don't know that the care factor will be there, though. Again, if you don't watch Iowa now, you're not going to watch them because they're an 11 seed, and we're all going to know that they're not, they might be in a playoff, but they're not competing with Alabama or whomever is the best team in college football that year. So I don't buy that. And I don't buy that the games that matter, we're going to tune in. We're not tuning into Coastal Carolina because they might get that last automatic bid. We're just not. I think there's other complicating factors like conference championship games. What happens if you're, say, again, Iowa last year? Iowa was actually a perfect example. They were 10-2 and two coming out of the regular season. They were the third best team in the Big Ten. Then they go to the conference championship game and get smoked by Michigan. Now, all of a sudden, do they get left out of the playoff? Are they hurt by playing that extra game? So we have so much to figure out to, and to just kind of throw a blanket on, oh, this is all going to be for the good. No, it's not. What I would also say, and I know as a fan, you probably don't care about this, and I don't know that I even care about it that much. I think it's going to put that much more pressure on coaches, right? Because I, I, don't, I, I think it's going to put that much more pressure on coaches because one, oh, if you don't make the playoff, ooh, good luck, you got 12 spots now. If you don't make the playoff, goodness gracious. Now, if you're at NC State or if you're at Boston College, that's a lot different. But if you're at Florida State, if you're at Miami, if you're at Clemson, if you're at the schools that I've mentioned, and it's year two, year three, you're coaching for your job. Here's my other question. How soon until coaches that make the playoff start to get fired? Because again, college football is a zero-sum game. This notion that a Florida fan is going to be happy going 8-4, and four, getting the 12 seed and getting destroyed by Alabama in round one, that's just not, that's not how college football fans think or work. And one thing I was thinking of, how soon until we see the first coach fired who makes the college football playoff? By the way, it happens in the NFL all the time. You make the playoffs, you still get fired. NBA, make the playoffs, still get fired. College basketball, many schools make the tournament. It's not good enough. You think it's going to be good enough at, at Notre Dame to be the 11 seed, get destroyed? No. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. So, so I think these are all things that nobody thinks about. And what I would also say is, I don't think it makes the regular season significantly better. I don't think it makes the postseason significantly better either. One, I have no idea what's going to happen with bowl games. Now, I'm not an anti-bowl game guy. I think realistically, all we're really doing is changing the semantics of bowl games by adding more teams to the playoff. Michigan State and Pitt played in the Fiesta Bowl last year. Now it's a quote-unquote playoff game, but we all know those teams aren't as good as Alabama. Michigan State lost by literally 49 points to Ohio State last year but they deserve to be in the playoff but they're going to come back two weeks later and beat Alabama give me a break and so when I look at this one I don't know what happens to bowl games two we live in a world where we have four teams in the college football playoff and we can't even get competitive semifinals it's blowout after blowout after blowout and I'm just telling you I'm just telling you it's not going to change it's not going to be for the better And so when I look at all this, I just sit there and say like, man, is this really going to be that much better? Is it really going to be that much more exciting? Or are we going to get teams that we really don't care about? Oh, wow, we got Iowa Pitt in in round one. Okay, we'll sort of watch it, I guess. I don't think we're going to watch it any more than we would have watched it if it was in the Fiesta Bowl as opposed to a playoff game. And then they're going to get destroyed in the next round by Alabama, and we're going to be right back where we started. I just think it's going to be more blowouts, more blowouts, more blowouts. I don't think it's a better product in the postseason. And I'll tell you this too. I think it's going to change the way many people consume college football. Now, like I said, I think the first year, if you make the playoff, if you've never been in, I think it's going to be exciting. But what I also do think, I think the people that run college football don't understand how college football fans think. And what I mean by that is just think about college football the way that it is. And this is an example I've used all the time, right? So think about how we currently have things set up. Four-team playoff, okay, that's probably pretty good. Here's the thing about it, though. The teams that don't get in weren't good enough to win a championship anyway. So nobody really, like, like, so think about it from this perspective. Think about being, say, let's just use hypothetically a Baylor fan or an Ole Miss fan, okay? So Baylor and Ole Miss play in the Sugar Bowl last year. Baylor ends up winning the Big 12, going to the Sugar Bowl, making the, uh, obviously they wouldn't make the college football playoff because it was only four teams. They go to the Sugar Bowl, they beat Ole Miss, that's the end of their season. And so to me, I think it's going to be the opposite of what people think. Oh, people are going to be so happy to make the playoff. No, they're not, because it's going to end with a 50-point loss to Alabama. If you're a Baylor fan, just think about this. I don't even know if we have any Baylor fans that listen to this show. If you're a Baylor fan, would you rather have your season finish with a Big 12 championship where you go 11-2 and you know you're good, but you're not really that good? 
And then you get to go to New Orleans for a few days, have a good time, hang out on Bourbon Street, eat some good seafood, drink some hurricanes, and go watch your team win a bowl game and end the season. What's more fun? Is it that or is it winning the Big 12 and getting destroyed by Alabama by 40 points in the first round or in the second round if there's a bye? And so to me, I think it's going to leave more people unhappy with college football than it does now. I think you're going to see people that would have been previously happy just going to a big bowl game, winning a big bowl game, like Michigan State last year, like Baylor last year, like whoever, that are now all of a sudden like, damn, we just got destroyed by Alabama. We're not even close. That Big 12 championship means nothing to me because we are nowhere close to the top of the sport. So I could go on and on. But those are kind of some of my initial thoughts on this college football playoff expansion. Um, and I think it's interesting. I, I, I don't think, like I said, I, I don't think it is going to be this big, huge boon that everybody thinks. I think after a couple years, the 12 teams is going to wear off. And we're going to realize that we still have three or four teams that are significantly better than everybody else. I think it's just going to lead to more blowouts. I think people are going to realize that being the 12 or the 11 seed, yeah, it's sort of cool to be in it, but it's really no different than it was before. You weren't any closer. Um, and I think, you know, I, I just don't think we're going to be as invested. I think about it all the time. How invested are you in who ends up getting the eight seed in the NBA playoffs or the seven seed in the NFL playoffs? That's the funny part, right? We just expanded the NFL playoffs, now have a seventh team. All I heard this past playoffs was the Philadelphia Eagles. They had no business being in the playoffs. There aren't seven teams in each conference that are good enough to get in. Now we watched. I get it, but it wasn't a good TV product. Philly fans weren't happy. The consumer wasn't happy. And I do think until we get to kind of a semifinal, final type atmosphere, I still think it's going to be three or four teams, and that's really going to be it. All right, I think that's it for this bonus episode of the Air Tour Sports Podcast. Before we get out of here, a couple things. Make sure you're subscribed. Aaron Torres Podcast, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, Google Music, wherever you listen to podcasts, go ahead and make sure to subscribe. Also, make sure to rate and review the show. If you missed Friday's first episode, we had some big news. Come Monday or Tuesday after the holiday, we are going to five episodes a week during college football season. Now, once we get out of college football, once we get to December, probably scale it back to three, but we're going to go to five episodes a week for the next couple months, and I could not be more excited about it. Also, all of the episodes will be streamed on YouTube starting Tuesday as well. So really fun time in the world of Aaron Torres you know, media, and I cannot thank you all enough for your support. So before we get out of here, make sure to subscribe, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, all that good stuff. Make sure you're following on social media, at Aaron underscore Torres on Twitter, at Aaron Torres Pod on Instagram. Aaron Torres Podcast Questions at gmail.com. Aaron Torres Podcast Questions at gmail.com. That is all for today's show. Thank you to our presenting sponsor, Betfred Sportsbook. Check them out. Bet five, get two, get bet, bet 50, win 250, courtesy of Betfred Sportsbook. Uh, and we'll be back on Tuesday. Uh, maybe before, who knows? Maybe we'll have a 17-team playoff by the time the weekend's over. But plan is to be back Tuesday, react to week one in college football. A lot of fun stuff ahead. Thank you all for your support. I will catch up with you later this week. Shout-out to Craig, by the way. Shout-out to Rachel, who hates my voice. Shout-out to JJ Reddick, UF head. I'll be back on Tuesday. Hope everybody has a great Labor Day weekend. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.